Welcome to Battle of the Mind. My name is Taylor Masusi, and I'm here to help you address your limiting beliefs, manifest your dreams into a reality, and find tools that work for you. If you're here, it means that you're ready to kick your inner critic to the curb, step into your authentic self, and find your superpower. I'm here to help you unpack your past as it reflects into the future, find and use tools to support you, and become the badass that you are. Think of this podcast as your go-to self-care formula for all things growth, empowerment, awareness, mindfulness, and so much more. I'm here to help you step into your power. If you're ready for abundance, alignment, and acceptance, then this is the right place for you. Welcome to Battle of the Mind, and let's get started in today's episode. Today's guest is another social media expert, and I'm excited for you guys to hear about what we talk about because it dives into so many different things, and I love the way this conversation went because it covered every aspect I wanted to without with so much ease and so much flow. So thank you for this conversation, Jade. She is on Instagram, which is where we actually met. We both are very present on the Instagram platform and just online in general. So I was really excited to hear her perspective and get her insight there. So I'm not going to drag on this introduction much longer. I'm just going to let it speak for itself. So here we go. Hey guys, we have Jade here. And Jade, I'd love for you to tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Hi, so um, I am a creative strategist. I work with media and visibility. By media, I mean anything that goes with the digital world. So <laughs> that means really like social media, website, PR, like all of that. Um, I didn't want to choose one because I'm too passionate about all of them. <laughs> and I think that all of them really work together if you want to have a strategy um, that really works for you. So I work with that and my goal or my mission is really to help uh, women entrepreneurs, um, business owners, coaches, consultants, service providers, all of that Mm -hmm. um, to reclaim their time on social media so that they don't spend the entire day to get results Mm -hmm. and um, to be able to book their ideal clients through Mm -hmm. targeted and streamlined strategies and design because I don't just do strategy. I do a lot of graphic and web design because that is one of my many passions. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Love that. So, I mean, that's a perfect way to start this icebreaker question. If you had to pick, what is your favorite social media platform? Instagram, Instagram. without a doubt. Like, I, (laughs) this is where I, uh, I talk to the most people. I feel like Instagram is just so nice. Like, Mm -hmm. um, I, I tried Facebook. I mean, I am on Facebook, but Facebook is just so, it's abrasive sometimes, Mm -hmm, really. It's mm -hmm. like, um, when I try to have conversations with people, it's like people will add me on my friend list, but it doesn't feel like they want to talk to me. So I'm like, mm-hmm. that's strange. <laughs> but on Instagram, um, um, starting conversations just feels so easy. Mm-hmm. And I also really like Instagram because everything is kind of beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it's like everyone has um, beautiful feeds and the way it's laid out. I feel like for me, it's just really easy to get an idea about who is who and what do they do, uh, who they help, their mission. Mm -hmm. And I find that it's just really easy. I'm also on LinkedIn, which I feel is, um, it's more 
like professional mm-hmm. whereas on instagram like you can just like post emojis and yeah. like interact with other people with emojis and i feel like that's just it gives people more like range mm. so that if like on a certain day uh, all they want to do is just interact with people's things with emojis they can so mm-hmm. i feel like instagram is just really great for that and it has you know the the option to do videos but it also has the option to do like static posts and images and since i really love design i really love designing those things Mm -hmm. so that's why i really love instagram like as opposed to tiktok where you can only do videos which i mean is great but it's like i really like to do graphic design so Mm -hmm. obviously instagram i'm gonna like it better Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i love that that resonates with me i'm also full-on instagram considering that is where we met like I agree with you wholeheartedly that that's the easiest way to connect with people you can have organic conversations it doesn't have to be in the comments before you get to know someone type of thing um so that's definitely where I feel like the connection's like most raw and authentic there so what drew you to social media specifically so I was, I have been on social media for a long time, obviously, uh, being a millennial and all. And um, it was funny because when I was younger, you know, uh, my parents, they were all like, oh no, social media is evil and you shouldn't (laughs) be on social media. And it was all about like, oh no, social media, like you shouldn't be there. Um, And, you know, me as a teenager, I was like, okay, so you're telling me that, so I will do the opposite, I will be on social media, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I really loved it, I really loved the connections I made, I mean, um, like, my spouse, I met through social media, so wow. to me, social media is, like, really, really important, because you get to meet people who have similar interests, you get to meet people mm. who are alike, too, because it's much harder in real life to find someone that is, like, how do people meet people without <laughs> internet these days? Like, I don't even know. Like, I wouldn't know where to find someone. But yes. on social media, if you want, like, for instance, if you want to connect with, I don't know, a, a life coach, you just put life coach in Instagram and you're going to find so many life coaches. Mm-hmm. But where would you find that? Like, outside like in the library no you won't find that <laughs> so that's why i think social media just brings people together of course it has its drawbacks but i feel like overall it just brings people together it's um easier to make a community with like-minded people so that's why i thought um working with social media would be really really great mm-hmm. I love what you said about like it does really create like you can create your own community and it is like such a fact that you can't go out and meet people as easy as you used to be able to like especially after the pandemic I was like wow now everything is just online like what am I gonna do I don't even know what I'm doing and then like now I'm just like so in it I'm just like this is it like this is how you meet people like um it's so crazy how you said that you met your you said your husband right on social media? My spouse, Your yeah. Spouse. So if you don't mind, would you be open to sharing a little bit about that? Because I have not had much success, but I would love to hear, <laughs> hear a successful story with uh, the online world in that sense. Yeah, so we met through, um, because my first, and it's still my biggest passion, um, although I haven't been doing much of that, but it's writing. So writing Mm -hmm. fiction stories. Mm -hmm. Um, When I grew up, it was, I was all about Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know what, I love the fantasy world, I love fiction. My first book I wrote when I was seven. It was Mm -hmm. a story about a witch and a spider. (laughs) It was like, (laughs) it was really silly, but you know, like it was, 
it was complex for yeah. like a seven-year-old and I since then I wrote like a lot of stories and I was always afraid of publishing so I didn't publish anything like when mm. I would be close to the end I would be like oh my god no I can't publish this <laughs> so I would like just like jump to another story I must have started god knows how many books and um I met my spouse through uh, like a writing community on Facebook. Mm. So it was like a lot of writers who just like kind of come together mm-hmm. and um, we started writing together and that's how like everything started. And um, for both of us, writing is so important because um, I mean, I mean, as you know, you're a writer, a part of your soul is in your book. Yeah, It's just, yeah. it is like that. So it's like we connected on that and it was really, it was really great to find someone who understood that because mm. in my surroundings and my family, no one understood why I wrote. Like mm. they knew it was like, okay, yeah, it's like a passion, whatever. But my parents were always like, okay, but this should stay a hobby. Like, why are you so into this? Like you should mm. be more interested in school, but who is going to be interested in a school when you can write? So yeah. <laughs> right. So it was like, even my friends, like, you know, like nobody understood how writing was like that important to me until like I met people online mm. who understood it. Mm-hmm. And that's what connect me, connected me with my spouse. And we were like, oh, we have like the same greatest passion because mm-hmm. I had exes who didn't understand writing. So they mm-hmm. didn't understand this big, big part of me. Mm-hmm. And it was always a problem because they were like, okay, can we go out? But I would mm-hmm. be like, no, like I have this great idea I need to write it now. <laughs> and they would always be super like angry because they would be like, oh, you write too much, like blah, blah, blah. And having someone who finally understood that, it was just mm. like, we had such a great connection. We were friends for years before wow. anything happened. And um, because at the time we were both with someone else. Oh yeah. Mm. Who didn't really understand mm-hmm. again. So it was um yeah it was easy once we finally like let go of these relationships who were not helping us in the slightest then um after some time we got together and um after about a year and a half we got married we got married last year actually Congratulations. and since then it's been <laughs> it's been really great i do miss writing because i don't do it as much because as i'm sure you know when you start your own business like you're mm-hmm. it's like you're always working at mm-hmm. it and uh obviously my spouse supports me mm-hmm. in that and really helps me um so we both work together on that mm-hmm. um i'm the face of it really mm-hmm. <laughs> and i'm like i'm the one who would like um because i do like a lot of things like i said like oh the social media aspect the website aspect blogs uh, anything to do with pr like media kits how mm-hmm. do you get that started i work with email marketing even like mm-hmm. i work with so many things uh, my spouse really likes copywriting mm. so you know like a lot of um a lot of my copy comes from them um so it's really it's really great because we can work together now mm-hmm. and i feel like that's one of the greatest things when you're an entrepreneur uh you can work with the people you love which can have its drawbacks sometimes because <laughs> it's like working with family friends it can be an issue sometimes but i feel like if you have a good system and good communication it can mm-hmm. work really well because now we can both stay home instead mm-hmm. of like i'm at home and my spouse goes to work somewhere and like mm-hmm. and then we just miss each other and like mm-hmm. what's the point of that so um yeah i feel like without the online world i mean even my exes i all met through facebook <laughs> wow like i met everyone from facebook because i mean as a writer like i'm 
a bit of a hermit sometimes mm-hmm. like I will stay home a lot so it's like where would I even meet people mm-hmm. and yeah I just feel like it's so much easier to connect with like-minded people and mm-hmm. then when you get with them whether they're friends or they become a partner mm-hmm. they're going to be people who share your interests mm-hmm. because sometimes it's a really big problem when you're in a relationship and you have no interest in common mm-hmm. like with my ex we had zero in common I mean the only thing we had in common was our like political and religious ideals mm-hmm. like essentially so we wouldn't argue about that kind of thing which was great but everything else it's like he was all about like video games which mm. i like but i only like sims yeah <laughs> like, i hear I you like sims me that. too <laughs> but like he would play like you know call of duty and stuff like that which i was yeah. like i do not relate to that and he mm-hmm. would really love like working out and stuff like that which i kind of like exercise but really for me it's all about like movement mm-hmm, mm-hmm. cardio and stuff like that but he was about like lifting weights which mm-hmm. to me i'm like no i'm not that kind of <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i will go on an elliptical for an hour and a half i will swim for hour i will do all these things but i will not lift weights i will get bored yeah so he liked he liked like or like hiking and stuff like that and like i get like i love the idea of hiking but like i get so weird and because <laughs> yeah. there's bugs and i'm yeah. like <laughs> so yeah. it's like he liked so many things that i couldn't like and he didn't like my things either which was all like online and writing mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. like that um and design and everything he was just like what is that because he wasn't very artsy mm-hmm. so um yeah that was like a big issue and i feel like when you meet someone online where you have similar interests you can really like make sure that it's going to be compatible in mm-hmm. the future mm-hmm. because one of the biggest mistakes i did was to get with someone that you know didn't have a lot of interest and mm-hmm. you know like you can believe like oh love will conquer all but at the end of the day like if you can't do anything together that you both enjoy how is that going to work mm-hmm. because eventually it's just like you get kind of annoyed at your partner for not liking the things you like and vice versa so that would be like the number one advice i would have it's mm-hmm. really like making sure from if you can be friends first number one like i really believe in the <laughs> friends to lovers trope yeah, <laughs> like, yeah i really believe in it just because it's just much easier because you know you already because friends you won't have friends who have zero interest with you because mm-hmm. what are you going to do mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. what are you going to do with them right. there's nothing to do with them if you have zero interest so when you have a really good friend and then you know that that relationship works well and then maybe that can go to the next level Mm -hmm. um but i yeah that would be my number one advice just like get to know them and because my first relationship like i barely knew him and then i moved in with him (laughs) it was just so i wanted to like move out of my house so Mm -hmm. that was like how it happened but we had barely in common and like it was just unraveled and created so many problems that were unnecessary genuinely like it's just It really should be about similar interests, similar hobbies, things you can do together Mm -hmm. that are not just romantically related. Mm -hmm. Because in a like to me, especially if you marry someone, it has to be your best friend. Because Mm -hmm. how like if someone else, for instance, is your best friend, like how are you gonna manage that? Because you're gonna have two really, really important people who are gonna compete for your attention. Right. And it's like, why not? just marry your best friend because you're gonna love doing all the activities they're gonna be your confident for everything mm-hmm. and i feel like it's just it's just much easier that way 
Do you feel like there's anything to look out for with trying to build relationships online? Um, I would say, of course, you always have to be careful. That's like a given because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, you never know who's on the other end of the screen. But really quickly, like with my spouse, we got on Snapchat and like, I mm. mean, it's pretty hard to fake like a ton of videos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, and like you have a conversation through Snapchat, like, I mean, uh, stuff like that, that can be really easy. I mean, if someone has an Instagram, like you see all these pictures and stuff like that, get someone on calls, get someone, um, and then you can make sure like the person actually exists, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but once that's like, you're pretty sure the person exists and they don't make weird excuses for never going on with you, like on a mm -hmm. call, um, then it's really, it's really about just planning things together even if like the person lives super far away there are so many things you can do virtually these days especially mm -hmm. with the pandemic like mm -hmm. all these apps just popped out of nowhere yeah. and you can watch things like me and my spouse because um they come they they were in uh in california so we would we would watch like movies online together and you can do that with their camera as well so you can see the person um we would do a lot of activities we would play sims together because <laughs> you can i mean obviously it's only one person who can play but you share your screen like um, mm -hmm. on discord you can do a bunch of things with people nowadays mm -hmm. and um so i would say it's really about doing stuff with the person not just talking mm -hmm. because that's one of the issues especially when you meet someone online it's like talking everything goes super well but once you actually do activities with them there's a disconnect mm -hmm. so it would really be about doing activities so that you really know like oh yes i get along with this person even when i'm not talking with them mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. i mean I'm, as i'm sure you know especially with even a friend or a partner or someone you live with there's going to be a lot of silent moments there are going to be mm -hmm. a lot of moments when you don't talk when so you want to make sure like that's comfortable. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, you worded that so perfectly. Um, so look, we've looked at a lot of the positive sides of social media. I'd like to hear how you balance. Well, before we go into the balancing, what are some negative things that you've experienced with social media? Um, so with my work, I've noticed sometimes, but that's negative mostly because my own personal sometimes issues with mindset, because my mindset is not perfect. Obviously, it's always going to be a work in progress. Definitely. Um, and the issue with social media sometimes is when you go into comparing yourself with others, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you can fall into a pit of despair like really quickly, <laughs> especially, especially if you're a new entrepreneur and you don't have like 10K followers. Uh-huh obviously, because you just started out. Right. Um, and I feel like that's one of the negative things when you fall into the com like com comparing yourself. Mm -hmm. And if you're like, Oh, my God, I don't post as much as that person. Mm -hmm. For that person, at this point, probably has a VA who does all of that for them. Mm -hmm. They're not a one woman show like yeah. anymore. So they have a team that does all of that work so that they can work on um, what they like best like let's say it's a coach like they work on their coaching they work on their programs they work on their courses meanwhile there's like a va or social media manager who works on their socials to make mm -hmm. sure mm -hmm. there's always a consistent brand presence mm -hmm. um so you really have to keep that in mind that like people who are more advanced in their business they've had that for years they have a team they're not alone mm -hmm. they so it's really about remembering uh that sort of stuff uh because sometimes it can get 
it can get pretty like sad if you just compare mm-hmm. yourself and you're like, oh my God, I'm not that far ahead. Mm-hmm. But it's really about, especially on Instagram, I've noticed because I would look at like the engagement of certain people and a lot of smaller accounts will have more engagement than those big accounts they like those big accounts will have three likes but they have 10k followers Mm -hmm. like that that happens so it's really like if you fall into the comparing yourself and then fall into like a spiral of oh my god like i'm Mm -hmm. not um i'm not good enough to be on instagram like i'm never gonna have clients etc etc like you have to remember like on instagram it's really about the community Mm -hmm. it used Mm -hmm. to be about the following but it really isn't anymore Mm -hmm. like um i have my clients have like smaller accounts and they have so much engagement Mm -hmm. in comparison to these big big accounts that have little to none because i mean i'm not sure why i think it might be because a lot of their followers um are not engaging or like or not their target audience they just kind of mm-hmm. follow them because as i'm sure you know there's a lot of like random people who will follow you who have nothing to do with your target audience and you're like mm-hmm. why are you even following me right mm-hmm. so that's one of the big drawbacks but one way to counter that other than working on mindset of course is to really go into your followers and clean that up because the way the algorithm works on Instagram, I mean, their main goal, as we know, is to make sure people stay on the app. Mm-hmm. They don't want you to go to TikTok or to YouTube or whatever. They're like, no, no, no stay on Instagram, obviously, because if you stay, you see more ads. If you buy the ads or buy something on the ads, they make more money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's yeah. what they want. And really, they want to make sure that you like people who consume your content stay on your page. And to them, that means, oh, this is a good person to like show to the world and mm, go on the explore yeah. page or show in people's feeds, especially now because with the new feed, they show a lot of people you don't follow yep. because of their content. So that even more so now, like that's a great way to utilize hashtags and ways to like reach people that don't follow you yet. But what you can do with that is that if you have content, because it will push your content to your followers, obviously. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if your followers engage with your content, then Instagram says, oh, this is good content. This is engaging content. I will push that mm-hmm. to the to outside people, to the algorithm, to the explore page, etc. So if you have like, I don't know, 3k followers, and you have an engagement rank of like one, 2%, mm-hmm. Instagram sees that and it's like, okay, so this must not be engaging content. Mm-hmm, I won't show it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. then you stay with your few likes that don't go anywhere, really. So it's really about if you clean up your followers, I feel like that makes a huge difference. I always clean up my followers, like, mm-hmm. because there's bots in there, there's spammers, there's stuff that just, like, it shouldn't be there to begin with. Mm-hmm. And if you keep those in there, you're going to, like, your engagement is just going to be lower. Like, because I clean up my followers and make sure, like, it's my target audience, it's people I can serve, it's people I can help. Mm-hmm. Um when I do that, I get engagement rates between like 16 to 20%. Mm. And that's really, really good. And even if it's like, oh, it's a smaller account, because I mean, I removed so many people. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) when I first started that, um, because it was recommended by one of these like big Instagram, um, big Instagram, like, uh, uh, accounts, like, they were like, oh, yeah, I removed 2k followers, because like that was needed and then they explained the whole thing and I was like this is genius and then so when I removed my I removed 30% of people who followed me 
Mm. Because it was all like accounts that just like either they were spam or they were like accounts that had nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. Like it would be accounts where it was like pictures of like people in lingerie or whatever. And mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. this doesn't seem like this kind of account that's gonna interact <laughs> with me. What are you doing here? You know, stuff like that. So I would remove like all these accounts uh, that are spammy or just have nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. And then with that, like it's really about look at your engagement rate. Like don't compare yourself with the amount of followers. Don't look at other people's followers. Actually, don't look at your own number of followers. Look at the engagement because that's mm-hmm. what matters. If you have 10K followers, but nobody engages with you, nobody consumes your content mm-hmm. and nobody talks to you, nobody is going to buy from you. Like what's the point of having 10K followers? Right, it's right. much more important to have maybe less followers, but an engaged community in which you can build connections um collaborations and you know like maybe even like clients i mean of course the goal is conversion and clients but Mm -hmm. even if you don't get that with instagram and other social media what you can get is collaborations like Mm -hmm. this yeah right like this right here when uh you get this and then you get your name out there you get your message out there and then people might listen or view it and then you can get that that client Mm -hmm. that way so really like one of my advice when it comes to the negative parts of social media like when you feel like it's not working or because you don't have enough followers or you're comparing yourself like all of that it's really remembered like when you go on instagram or any other social media you should the main goal should be to build the community because if your main goal is to convert the most clients you're going to be so disappointed Mm -hmm. like so 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 Mm -hmm. disappointed but if you're there to build a community you're there to serve people you're there to um connect you're there to network, to collaborate, mm-hmm. um, and you have that kind of abundant mindset. When mm-hmm. you go in there, the clients will come. Mm-hmm. So that would be um, because, as we know, like social media can be really draining. Mm-hmm. So coming with a positive mindset is definitely, and I, I try to do that most days, but I mean, some days, <laughs> some yeah. days the comparison <laughs> mindset comes, but that's just normal. But it's really about setting the intention to mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm go there to build a community and serve people and if you come from that mindset you are going to be really really pleased with social media Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but if you come from the mindset of just like oh you need more clients and this is the only way like no you will be disappointed because especially instagram um it's really really about building a community Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so what do you want the listeners number one takeaway to be about the online world um, my number one takeaway w- would be like what I said, it's really about um, the mindset. And mm-hmm. I know that as a strategist and designer, like mindset should be really far away from what I'm doing, but it's not mm-hmm. like in my like one, the part one part of my strategy is to have a good mindset. Mm-hmm. Because I have clients who are like, they will try things and it won't work right away. And then they get so, you know, despaired and so sad. And I'm like, no, but like, it's, it's, it's like it, it takes time like you won't get results right away I mean some do because they get viral but did that actually give them results or did it just get viral mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like we don't know it's like did that give them actual clients or just views mm-hmm. we don't know that so it's like it's like really about having that abundance mindset of like just coming from a place of serving coming from a place of wanting to build a community build connections collaborations mm-hmm. and um, talking to people and then the more you do that and the more you bring that energy into the world the more you're going to attract people and you're going to attract your ideal clients much more easily than if you come from you know a mindset of having to produce content that 
um, gives you, I don't know, likes or followers mm -hmm. or because those are just metrics. Mm -hmm. I mean, of course, people use that to see if their content worked well or not. But at the end of the day, like all of that likes, comments, shares, um, even the followers, it's just a metric. What matters is what is the value of your social media? Mm -hmm. Like, are you connecting with people? Are you uh, building connections, collaborations? Are you talking with potential clients? Mm -hmm. Are you building connections with them? Because people now are bombarded with marketing and stuff like that. Like yep. they are tired of it. They want to build the meaningful connection with someone, especially Especially if what you offer is something that is more pricey mm -hmm. and you have a like medium or high ticket offer, people like some people like they're ready to invest, but they want to invest with the right person. You want to mm -hmm. make sure you, like you are that right person and they won't they won't believe you're the right person right away because mm -hmm. I mean, like I said, they're bombarded by with by marketing. Like sometimes I start a conversation and I can feel like the other person is like it's like they're waiting for me to pitch something, but right. I, I'm not pitching anything. Because I don't believe in pitching. Mm -hmm. God, I would feel so awkward. <laughs> so like, so like, I, like I believe really in serving and stuff like that. So it's like, and then their guard goes down, obviously, because they're like, oh yeah, that person is just here to talk to me. That's fine. Mm -hmm. um, but people are so like on their guard because they're like, they're they are being pitched all the time, and that's not what selling should be about. Mm -hmm. It should be about serving. So that's why you want to have that stance in your social media. Like you are here to serve mm -hmm. because if you're just here to pitch you're not going to go very far just mm -hmm. because people are being pitched to like constantly not just by ads but by people and um i'm not sure if you're familiar with the facebook groups i am like yeah mm -hmm. so and on facebook there's a lot of facebook groups there they can be really great some of them can be really great for networking for mm -hmm. finding new people you can connect with but a lot of them it will be just about promotion it's like promote here promote that this and that and it's like it's just pitches 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 mm -hmm. all the time and people want to break from that mm -hmm. um so it's really about having that right mindset and then things will grow and be much better mm -hmm. because people like it when you engage with them just to engage with them mm -hmm. like when i just like I will go and I will engage with people's contents, whether it's about the post or stories, messages and stuff like that. And like people like it, like mm -hmm. the same for me, like when I have like people who engage with my content or they message me just to talk and I'm like, I feel so happy about that. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that's so great. And like, they're not, and they're here really to talk to me. And some of them, like, they will ask me like, oh, is there anything I can do like to help? Mm -hmm. Is there anything you want to see on my page that would help you? And I find that super great because they're really here to serve. They're not here to pitch me something. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, you want to promote. You want to show how you can serve people. That's totally fine. But there's a difference between selling and pitching. Mm -hmm. And you really want to come from that mindset of selling and serving instead of coming from the mindset of just pitching to people mm -hmm. who mm -hmm. don't know you. And they will just be like, ugh another person who's pitching to me right mm -hmm. they really want to get to know the person so having that right mindset when you go into social media will make the experience just so much better mm -hmm. you've hit so many points like so spot on like I've been pitched to so many times I get pitched to daily and I'm just like that's not where I thought this was gonna go but like yeah. okay and like they'll jump into it right away this is how much it is and I'm like I yes. didn't even get to that yeah. yet but okay um and like it's like you want to be very nice back because like I'm I'm a recovering people pleaser, so saying no to people yeah. is 
like really yeah. hard. So I'm like, how do I say no? And like, I've already said no so many other ways. And then I literally yeah. just have to say the words. No, I'm like, oh my gosh, that was so yeah. hard. I hate having oh these God. conversations. Um, but yeah, you said it right. Like the mindset is really like everything. And switching your brain from using it as like something to consume to use it as a tool like I'm always like how is this platform going to service not only myself but the other people too with what I'm putting out there so that was perfect um so what would be the best way for the listeners to get in contact with you so I would say Instagram mm-hmm. is the best way to contact right. me because <laughs> it's the platform I am most on mm-hmm. even though I am building um very slowly my Pinterest and other <laughs> stuff because I do want to like um obviously since I I work with social media like I know all these strategies for all of these platforms but mm-hmm. I'm like mostly busy with Instagram yeah <laughs> and I really favor Instagram so Instagram would be the best way to contact me um by far just mm-hmm. because it's where I am most it's where I interact most with people mm-hmm. um I had a website but I'm rebuilding it <laughs> so mm-hmm. right now it's just like the page is just like in maintenance um it's pretty boring so i would say by far instagram no matter like what happens um with my business i'm still gonna be on instagram because it's my favorite platform to be really so Mm -hmm. i would say to go on instagram my instagram is strategize with creativity Mm -hmm. uh because creativity is like one of my most important values i mean like i explained earlier like i i am a writer and of course you need creativity to write a fiction story (laughs) and um i really love art i mean i was an artist since i was a child so it's like i dabbled in so many different forms of art like sculpture painting drawing writing um so I even tried theater but that was not for me (laughs) so like I really feel like creativity has has an important place in everything we do Mm -hmm. because especially with strategy because sometimes you really need to think outside of the box Mm -hmm. and creativity really works with that so that's where my name came from and that's where I will be Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and being so open and sharing like so many different aspects of your life and social media with us. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Of course. Thank you again for coming onto this episode, Jade. It was so much fun. I love speaking with you. Literally every question that sparked in my mind in the moment, you, (laughs) like you answered it before I even had to ask you the next question. I'm like, great. We're hitting every point that I just felt called to ask you just already had the answers coming out so it was just so perfect this was such a enlightening and fun episode so thank you for that and I know the listeners hopefully I know they did got so much out of this because media is a tool if you approach it with the right mindset it's about community it's about connections and it's about serving and giving value thank you for listening to another episode Thank you guys for tuning in to yet another episode of Battle of the Mind. Please keep in mind, if you did enjoy this episode, please let me know. You can leave a review. You can screenshot and share to your socials and tag me so that I can see the impact it's making for you. You can just slide into my DMs on any of my socials. The links will be in the description. I would love to get connected with you and hear how these episodes are making an impact in your life. Again, just thank you so much for bringing me along in your day. I appreciate you. I am grateful for you. And I'm excited for you to make these shifts 
for yourself so that you can create a life you love. If you would like more support in any of the things we're talking about on the podcast, please feel free to visit the website. It is www.tthelevelupcoach.com. There are so many goodies there for you guys. I have quick, easy, accessible downloads for you guys from affirmations to mantras, so much more. Please use those. They are created for you to support you and help you create a alignment with yourself, create an abundance in your life, and to accept yourself as you are. I am sending you so much love this week, and I cannot wait for the next episode. Until then, bye!